This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, September 26th. Corey High School Volleyball on the airwaves tonight and a pretty special one. Right, it is uh, the most uh, participated sport for girls in the state, uh, I believe in the country as well. Mm-hmm. So they're honoring a few folks and I just really quickly wanted to uh, recognize uh, Diane Pettis of Sabika, Janet Golden Lanquist of Nevis, Janelle Bright of Bertha Hewitt, uh, will be honored this evening as well, along with Ann Pavlik of Walker Hackensack Akeley and Susan Alstrom of Buffalo Lake Hector. This is a, a, a really cool thing. Minnesota Girls Volleyball established in 1974. It's the 50th anniversary uh, uh, of girls volleyball in the state. It's a big darn deal, and uh, it's going to be pretty cool that uh, we get to be a part of this uh, for the evening. Uh, very quickly, Sabika is the host school tonight, 7-6 and six overall uh, in the PRC. They are uh, uh, right now second in the conference. Technically, I guess it would be third because Verndale and Wadena Deer Creek are tied in the, uh, for the PRC lead at 3-0. and But then Sabika stands alone at 2-1 and uh, uh, in PRC play. Nevis comes into this contest at 13-5 and overall. And when you check the Northland Conference standings, they are at the top with a 4-0 and conference record. So that matchup tonight is scheduled for a 7-15 pregame and a 7-30 first serve on 105.9 FM, the Superstation K106. Listen on the Superstation K106 app or online at wadinaradio.com. I'm really excited to be a part of this evening. And uh, come on along for the ride. If you can't make it to Sabika uh, for this, uh, we certainly hope you can listen in because it's going to be a really nice night of celebrating 50 years of Minnesota high school girls volleyball. Yeah, I mean, this is it's a really cool event. It's a really cool way to not just uh, honor Sabika volleyball, but honor volleyball across the region, which is a really cool wrinkle. Yeah, it should be a really fun night. Absolutely. Uh, so the Twins, Corey, we haven't had you in here since this happened, but the Minnesota Twins are American League Central champions. Wow. Feels good, doesn't it? It feels great. The Cleveland Guardians and Detroit Tigers were officially eliminated from playoff contention on Friday night, uh, and the Twins have punched their ticket to the postseason, and it's not quite for certain who they will play. Although, uh, if we look at the updated standings in the American League to see, the Twins would, and for all intents and purposes, they're not going to get the two seed. They're, a lot would have to happen that likely won't. So the Twins are going to be the three seed. They'll be the uh, th- uh, they'll be hosting the three-game wild card series. And if the season ended today, they would welcome the defending world champion Houston Astros to town for a three-game series. Cool. Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, I'm ready, man. I'm excited about it. First of all, it feels good to be division champs again. uh Uh-huh. First time since 2020. First time in a full season since 2019. Somehow, um, and we know this because they're currently actively... Uh, this in this spot, uh, the the best Minnesota pro sports team. 
Uh, yeah, they're certainly in the best spot right now. Right? Yeah, I mean, the Lynx just got eliminated. Uh, Minnesota United looks like they're going to miss the playoffs. Uh, the Vikings, I mean, we're not going to talk about them right now because they've done such a bang-up job right now. Yep. Uh, yeah, they, they got the best shot right now uh, to do something. Wolves and Wild haven't quite started the regular season action yet, so they're, they're TBA, TBD. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Twins got themselves a chance. And here's the thing. If you look at – there's so I'm going to get some nerdy stats here for you. There's this thing called your Pythagorean uh, – you know, like the Pythagorean theorem? Mm-hmm. There's, like, your Pythagorean win-loss record, which basically is, like – it's it's not the actual wins and losses, but it's, like, based on how you've played, this is, like, how good of a ball club your, your talent has amassed. You've produced okay. at a clip that this ball club would. The Twins are, like, a 94-win – team on their Pythagorean record and if you look at the twins in the second half of the season there <laughs> sounds made up I gotta it be does. honest it no it sounds like compl- it, it sounds just seems compl- like a twins fan was like you know I mean really it could be like a 94 win team <laughs> well if you look at the second half of the season this is where it gets backed up yes is in the second half of the season uh the twins batting average increased by 20 points their yep. on base plus slugging went up 100 points and they averaged a run and a half more per game which is we talked about at the all-star break Corey all they needed to do was score like one and a half more runs a game and they'd be at like a 94-win pace. And in the second half of the season, the Twins are at a 94-win pace. Now, Yeah, it's awesome. It doesn't nullify the first half, but it kind of does in a way, doesn't it? I think it – I mean, of course it does because do you remember the All-Star break? We were like, if they just can do A, B, and C, then X, Y, and Z are in play. Uh-huh. They did all those things. The pitching stayed as good. The hitting got better. They scored more runs. Like, yeah, of course that it'd be weird. It'd be weird in anything else in life to be like that was bad. It needs to get better. And um, oh, you've improved all those things we said need to get better. Wow, that doesn't mean you weren't a pos in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, know? like that's a, that's of course it 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 um it absolves what happened in the first half. Right. Of course it does. That'd be like if the Vikings somehow get to 10 and 7 on the season and we all go, "Well, they did start 0 and 3 this year." Right. Like, yeah. That wouldn't make any sense. Uh-huh. No, so, they're it's um they're fun. They're a fun team. They're a fun team. They're getting into the postseason. They're trying to get some arms back, arms like Brock Stewart, uh, Chris Paddock, who hadn't pitched for the Twins at all last year, or this year, I should say, because of Tommy John surgery he had last year, is going to come out of the bullpen. Louis Varlin's been a legit weapon out of the bullpen. It feels like the Twins are getting some pieces, not necessarily to bonafide the bullpen, but maybe to fortify it, maybe to kind of... Uh, it was a unit that was kind of held together by popsicle sticks and duct tape, and now at least can feel like they can hold their own a little bit. So things are going in the right direction. But, Corey, the Twins are playing the Oakland A's tonight in a best of three, or I should say three-game series, and then they go to Colorado to end the season. Both those teams are in last place in their own divisions. The Twins should win the next four out of six, and if they don't, it doesn't matter. They're already a a postseason team, and they're in the mode of, like, staggered rest, of, like, guys are playing, but, like, you know, don't stress yourself out too much. Did you make up a word? Uh, what did I say? Is bonafide a word? Bonafide. I know, but you said bonafide their bullpen. Bonafide their bullpen, you know. Is bonafide made up? You know, it sounds cool, so I roll with it. You know, like you debone some chicken, but then you want the bones back in, so you bonafide it? Yeah, yeah. Is that a made-up word? It's not like... I'm not actually trying not to like, call you out. I'm just trying to decide. I mean, I if, you, if it's a made-up word, I'm calling you well, out. Well, like bonafide is like... 
B O N A and then like space F I D E. That's like a you know like a like a bona fide uh uh like no, I starting know pitcher. But if I you're understand. talking like bona fide like B O N E uh B F Y yeah bona fide. You I I something can be bona fide. Uh huh. Can you bona fide something? And I think I don't think you can. I don't well, not with can. that attitude. And but I don't think bona fide is a also it's like Wi-Fi, but for bones. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's wireless bones. All yes. right, I have I have some twins. Uh, I have some twin stuff for you. I want to I want to okay. throw at you. I, I'm sorry to derail that a little bit. You sorry to debone that. Yeah. I I, I uh, <laughs> um, we're not far away from announcement of of post or. Uh, of end of season awards. Uh huh. Okay. I want to run through the Major League Baseball awards. Uh huh. And I want you to tell me which twins uh, are going to qualify for this. Okay. So like, like in all of baseball, it's not like twins awards specifically. No, 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 no. Like yeah. you know, MVP. Yes. Yeah. Th- those sorts of things. Okay. So I'm going to run through MLB end of season awards. I want to tell. I want you to tell me: Will the twins qualify for it? Will there be a twin who has a chance at winning any of these things? All right, let's do it. All right, I'm going to skip over things like the Heart and Hustle Award and the Player Choice Awards. The Heart and Hustle Award goes to my king, King Kenta Maeda. That's my king. My sure, king that's right fine. Yeah. How about Relievers of the Year? Will a Twins reliever be in contention and or win that? Uh, Yoan Duran would be the only one that would be close to be winning Reliever of the Year, and he's had a good season, not quite as electric as his rookie year, but he had a weird bump where the Twins overused him in late July, early August a little bit. So uh, I'm going to say no, no reliever of the year. But Yohan Duran would be the only guy with a chance. Okay, uh, like maybe a vote or something. Yeah, yeah, he might sneak in there. Um, do the Twins have a comeback player? Uh, comeback player of the year award, you could say Kenta Maeda, theoretically, yeah. although he didn't necessarily play uh, in correct. Like, he wasn't, his ERA's around like in the low fours, high three. So All right, let me put you on the spot. Who's the favorite then? Like, if you have that, let's include that. Like, uh, Duran's not going to win it because there's someone else who's kind of a shoe in for a reliever uh-huh. of the year. Maeda's not, do you have a name off the top of your head? Like, who's the comeback player of the year this year? Uh, I if you I, don't, it's fine. I'm I don't just have anybody. Have I an feel idea. like there's somebody I'm missing. Yeah, I don't have an idea. Um, is it? Uh, how about the Edgar Martinez Outstanding Designated Hitter Award? That's got to be Otani, right? Uh, yeah, that's got to be Otani. Do the Twins have any Silver Sluggers this year? So is I can't remember. Is Silver Slugger an award that the media votes on, like the other awards, or do they just give it to the guy with like the highest uh, OPS or slugging percentage of like a position? I think it's the best hitter at each position. So they judge it by batting average. I don't. I don't know the exact metrics. Okay. Well, um, if we're gonna look at it that way, uh, you could potentially look at Ryan Jeffers for catching. Uh, he could potentially be a guy uh, in that stratosphere, mainly because of how well he played in late August. Might have cooled off a bit. I know that the Rangers have a really good catcher, uh, that Baum, that's uh, in the running for that as well. Ryan Jeffers, I would say, is one person who could be okay. in that uh, in that category. Do the Twins have any gold glovers, which, of course, goes to the best defensive player at every position, but also you better hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that it's the gold glove is such a... I love the gold glove award. I hate the people that choose the gold glove award, mainly because a Maurer should definitely have won the gold glove in 2017, and they did not give it to him. Also, Minkiewicz got hosed a bunch, too. Yeah, because it's just whoever the media really likes. Like, Arise was in yep. contention for a gold glove award last year. I love Luis Arise. He, he's a fine first baseman, but he's not a 
gold glove caliber first baseman. All right, we got to keep it moving. Do we have anybody? Uh, I would say Carlos Correa. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. fair. Uh, Roberto Clemente Award is a humanitarian. Uh, uh, let's just skip Carlos over Correa that was the, he was the nominee for the Twins. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, the Aaron Award, um, uh, that's like, we're talking about like slugger kind of guy. Slugger kind of guy, uh, I mean. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not anybody off the top of the head. Is Rocco up for manager of the year? Uh, he could be, but they'll probably give it to the Orioles manager. Which is which is the right move. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, this is the one I'm interested in, and uh, you have about 60 seconds to explain. Okay. The Twins have had numerous rookies um, significantly impact this team. One of them has to be up for Rookie of the Year, right? Well, yes, but actually no. Uh, the reason is because Walner and Julian didn't get enough service time this year, and Lewis has been hurt, so none of them will get the at-bats necessary to qualify oh. for Rookie of the Year well, this that's year. kind of... It's a bummer this year because the Twins have... Those three Twins have produced more by rookies out of any rookies in Twins history and one of the highest in baseball ever in a season. And none of those guys will get Don't have Rookie enough. of the Year. Okay, they, fascinating. But they could qualify next year, theoretically. It's hilarious. It'll be Lewis's third year at the Major League level and he'll finally qualify. Um, okay, how about... Um, let's we'll kind of just double up on here. Do the Twins have a Cy Young candidate or an MVP candidate? Uh, no MVP. Uh, Cy Young, Pablo Lopez, and Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray's like second in the AL in ERA. Okay. Uh, Pablo Lopez has a lot of innings pitched. Pablo Lopez is top four in baseball and strikeouts. So either one of those two, although if I were to give the nod on who is more likely, I would say Sonny Gray because he has the lower ERA and he's more known throughout like the established media and he's a veteran you know like if they were going to vote for anybody Sonny Gray probably gets more votes all right I'll give you one more here and then uh and then I gotta run okay there's uh uh, all MLB first and second team Uh and just to help you out there are five starting position uh starting pitcher spots for each team and two relief pitching spots for each team so uh I'll let you fill in does do the twins have any first or second team all MLBers. Uh, Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray for pitching. That's going to be obvious. Max Kepler, you can make a case for second team right field. Mookie Betts is obviously going to be uh, the first teamer, but that's about where it's at. Uh, I can't really think of much else unless maybe you want to include Ryan Jeffers at catcher on second team. Uh, but that's about it. The Twins have played good baseball, but they're, it's been really good team baseball in the sense of there hasn't been one guy who's just had a complete takeover season. Uh, more just a lot of guys have played really well, and honestly, that's probably how you want it to be as a team anyways. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, September 26th.